I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. You ready? Yes. <laughs> I forget how to do this. You just talk to the microphone. All right. I'm going to put that moan on repeat. <laughs> That's not a, it wasn't a moan. It sounded like one. It wasn't. Mm. It was a, no, it wasn't a, mm. it was a, mm. <laughs> actually it was, a, it was yeah, in between. Was both good for me. It was in between the two. <laughs> it was good for me. All right, let's go. Welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. And oh my God, by the grace of God, we are blessed with Miss Abigail once again. Oh, hi guys. Please, no, you settled. No sniffing knees. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, you are welcome. Okay, guys. Joy was supposed to be here. This was, we had a whole thing. She drove out here. She drove an hour and 20 minutes to get to me. (laughs) She did. My electricity was, there was a scheduled power outage from 9.30 to 3.30. And I said, great, get here at three. We'll chat as friends for an hour. And then at four, we'll record. And then at six, we'll have girls night. What a plan. I left wiggle room for talking and fun activities and such. It was thought out. It was. The power didn't get turned on till six, and then we had to bake some potatoes for girls' night. So 
that was it. And then of course we girls night went till I think 1030. That was a late one. Yeah. And so we didn't get to record. It was not my fault. It was the electric company's fault. And so I didn't want to do another solo one. I thought you guys had had enough of just me. Uh, so Abby so nicely offered to be my co-host for, for today. those of you that are just listening. I'm waving. She is waving <laughs> tiny little T-Rex arms. <laughs> <laughs> I never like I always forget that sometimes people are just listening to the audio and I feel like I make a lot of I use my hands a lot. And, oh, yes. Um, you can't it's not conveyed when you're just watching or just no. listening. Uh, my mom constantly forgets when we do all things internet, she'll start talking about something on me or commenting about something visual and I have to just sit there and explain all yeah. the visuals as she comments on them. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Anyway, uh, we're just going to go easy and read some more. Am I the assholes? Cause no, I have a question actually. Um, oh yes, please take well, it away. I was just thinking we've done this uh, every time I'm on the podcast, really, it's been us reading these yes which is fun and i enjoy that because it's like easy and entertaining um and gives you things to talk about but maybe they can uh the viewers can ask us what they would want us to do together is oh, there, is there together? specific things that you guys want us yeah like if oh I and so on, when abby's on next what do you want to see from yeah us? that's what i was trying to ask <laughs> i got you i'll reform like, this. A bit, yeah, and maybe and <laughs> so next time abby is on what do you want to see from us do you want us to be playing games do you want us to games be- that'd be fun like relationship games we've done that though we did that in the beginning i feel like we've done everything we might as well just quit the podcast should we There's right now nothing Close else to it do. down done it's <laughs> over except this is the last episode unless you guys have a fun idea please tell us more please thank you uh i just do am i the assholes because there's always new ones and i think it opens up discussions yeah and I like, leads to stories I like it. that's yeah. yeah i think there's a lot of like information that we can go off of to talk about yeah i just rant yeah all right so are you ready my dear after you take that simple oh i want to take a simple cheers i love oh mine is so strong oh (laughs) i didn't make it all right can't taste it but i can feel it you You know you know that feeling can't taste it can't taste like the alcohol but i can just the bitterness and the feeling it is. Oh, no. I stomach. taste it above all else. Oh. Oh, no. It's not good. No. It's not I have good. some extra water right there if you want to pour it in. No, it's okay. All right. Here we go. Am I the asshole for refusing to change part of my wedding? Now, this is a thing I've been coming to learn. Weddings turn people mean and stupid. They so, can. They can. People talk about Bridezilla Everyone else is a fucking bridezilla when it comes to weddings. When it's someone else's wedding, shut the fuck up is what I say. It's their wedding. They can do it how they want. Yeah, if it's about if it's about like taste or just particulars, you're just particular about things. You think someone's doing something wrong, like you wouldn't do it that way. No. Shut up. Shut just up. Just shut up. It's literally not about it's you. It's not. It's not your choice. No matter who you are, you could be the mother of the bride, the father of the bride, of the groom. It doesn't matter who you are. If someone's like, I want a monkey to walk me down the aisle, then a monkey it is. Right. You don't get to say. I, yeah, I agree. I think the other side of that is it can be messy and sticky and people can be like the bride or the groom, but could be acting out in a way where then then it's like, do we just not go? Well, That's my like, thing. Is it's just their wedding, like so it, don't go. That's it. Unless if the bride is like, you all have to pay $300,000 for your dress and we are never going to be friends again if you don't do that. Yeah, that's a bridezilla. That's a person you just shouldn't have in your life. Yeah. Case in point. That's when you start thinking, 
How did I get here? Yes. All right. So here we go. Let's read this story. <clears throat> Two years ago, I, a male, 26, met my girlfriend, Valentina, female, 23. Mm -hmm. at an Astros game and we started dating soon after we fell in love quick quickly and within a year I was convinced that Valentina was my soulmate my beautiful witty charming Why are you reading it like that <laughs> he had some vigor I wanted to give the same well that's a good word vigor <laughs> thank you uh, I was convinced that Valentina was my soulmate she's beautiful witty charming headstrong in short I wouldn't trade her for the world I proposed to her in June and she accepted we've been starting to plan our wedding over the last few months if everything goes smoothly We'll be married February of 2024. One thing I believe is important to mention is that Valentina is an immigrant from Mexico, and I'm a white American. While this hasn't caused major issues with our family, as my family loved her immediately and her family liked me as well, it recently became a point of contention with my family. Racist. Because most of Valentina's family is still in Mexico, and a lot of them can't speak English. Even Valentina struggles with the language intricacies from time to time. Valentina asked if we could have part of the ceremony in Spanish. I wanted her family to be able to experience the wedding fully, so I agreed to this almost immediately. Good man. All oh, right. That sounds Good nice. Person. I like it. Yes. However. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just like the same as a but. Yes. I'm like hoping there's not a however or it's, a but. A however is a fancy but. When I brought this up to my family, they were less than enthused. My parents voiced displeasure that they wouldn't be able to understand some of my wedding. While I'm pretty much conversational in Spanish, they only speak English. And my brother called me out for inconveniencing, that was a big word for Elmo just now reading it, inconveniencing my family to pander to my in-laws. The fuck? I refuse to change <laughs> this part of my wedding. And while Valentina's grateful for me for this, to me for this, I can't help but wonder if it, this is the right hill to die on. Edit. A lot of people have asked me if I plan to have mm. translators and or a pamphlet in both languages. We'll include both. Um, oh, my God. It's a fucking wedding. Everyone says the same thing. Do you take this person to marry you? Yes. Okay. Ecclesiastes 314, the sounding gongs of the love. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking hymn is sung. And it's over. Okay. Real quick, though. It should be half in Spanish. If she... Is from yes, Mexico is two and people, half wait, the family is Spanish. It is two people, two individual people coming together as one. It makes sense that you take the two individuals. Yes. And you it's not, mesh them together. It's not just his wedding. It's not like it's his birthday party. This isn't oh his my. family's wedding. This is oh his my. and his wife's wedding. He, this, this is, is white no from America, speaks English. She is from Mexico and speaks English and Spanish, but her family speaks Spanish. That... Her Straight family up. is racist and selfish. Capital E, entitled. I didn't know which word you were going to say. I was like, I Spanish. <laughs> from now on, I'm I just <laughs> from now on, I'm just going to say that when I mean entitled, just capital E, capital E, capital E. Uh, you are, I'm and gonna you're going to know what I'm saying. No, I'm going to forget this conversation. And be like elephant. <laughs> no, you will remember. <laughs> you will remember because it's so distinct. I really think that you and I should be having our own language by now. Where we can just say things while other people are talking, and then we'll know what the other person is saying. Yes, oh, we do that with our eyes. Literally, eye our eyes. We do that often. We. Oh my god, we did it last night so subtly. Oh yes, we did. And then we winked when no one was looking. We took it a step further. Sometimes people be saying some shit around us that we're just like, <laughs> we had our friend. What the actual fuck? And we look at each other just to make sure just make we're sure. not crazy, right? That we're correct. 
We don't say anything. And we're to on the people. same page, right? That's yeah. what we give each other with our looks. We're like, yeah, we're on the same page, right? And then also, this is insane. We'll talk about this later. And then sometimes we forget, like we just did last night. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there was nothing to talk about. No, but it was just that was more of a ha. You brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had a friend recently get annoyed that we. Oh, I don't know if we can talk about it. No, no, no. I was talking about cedar. Oh, I changed the subject. Oh, okay. Change the subject. Okay. okay. Sorry. ADHD. I don't have that. So I, I can't do what she does. Sorry. You didn't track my brain. Sorry. Couldn't read your mind. All right. <laughs> no, we had a friend recently get annoyed that we always, her, Abby and I always have the same opinion. Yeah. How annoying for two people. Like, we, we like each other. We share the same beliefs. That's why we're Sorry. together. We're also both women. So our quite literally our brain chemistry is the same. Yes. Yeah. We have the same views on very strong matters. We ha- we share the same life, basically. We're going to agree on things. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're drawn to people that you align with. F- like, for the most part, you have to, or else you're going to be in fights all the time. Yeah. Like that dude's sweatshirt I saw at Universal Studio. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Wow. Bars. <laughs> I like the way you say, your vibe attracts your tribe. I was trying to and make uh, sure I did. You know how when I get too excited, I stumble over my words? Yeah, I think that happens to a lot of us. Yeah, but yeah. yeah it I does do it a to lot you. to yeah, me. Yeah. I was trying really hard not to do that, especially since the words rhyme. I'm more likely to mess it up. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. Yeah. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Try and say that three times fast. No, thank you. <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> you didn't say it right. I feel like Blaze is Is he tooting? Do you want me to put him in the gym real quick? No, it's fine. I can't. Let's check. I like having him around. I just... The same, but right now the AC can't be on, so I'm afraid, it's becoming a muster. I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to breathe. In. Yeah, it will become a muster. He's been eating a very not good for his tummy bone. So. Oh, no. The cheese one? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Real That's quick, bad. Let's get to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. ZocDoc. ZocDoc is our sponsor for today. If you've lived life at all, you know that sometimes you just have to compromise, especially when you're dealing with finances or other people in your life. It's just inevitable. But when it comes to your health, there should be no compromising. So don't go to those doctors that don't listen to you or take slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book appointments with doctors who you feel comfortable with that listen to you and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. There is no compromising with ZocDoc. You have more options than you're even aware of. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. If you want to try it out, I highly suggest it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Rachel and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, and we're back. Sponsor, sponsor. It already happened. Right, I know. I just want to say it. Oh, okay. You're more than welcome to. You can always be included. Uh, Blaze is now in the garage with his bone, so he's, well, this was the garage. He's in the gym with his bone, and he is very happy now. For the record, that was your idea. (laughs) Yes, of course. His toots can be very deadly, and they linger. All right. Anyway, that person, your family's an asshole, not you, for the Spanish wedding. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Why? It should be 50-50. That makes total sense. Yes. They're not asking for the entire thing to be in Spanish. No, just part of it. Which is very normal. There's a lot of people who do poem readings and songs in, uh, if the family is for, uh, has a certain heritage or something in that native tongue. Also, I think as as the family of the groom, I think that's a really great opportunity to sort of bridge the gap between um, or extend sort of like a, a what's it called? Extend a, an olive branch? An olive branch. To like bring the two families together if they were to maybe, I don't know, learn some Spanish. Oh, I was going to say it would download be, Duolingo you know, for like a week. There wouldn't be a dry eye in the fucking building if the dad of the groom stood up and addressed the bride in Spanish oh, about how much gosh. he was excited to have her part of his family. It is literally all about how you decide to react and act upon things like that. Yes. Because- that would ultimately make everyone's experience better. Yeah. It would make everyone feel loved, accepted, included. It's like a no-brainer, but people get really caught up in feeling slighted. Yes. Because they want things to be a certain way. This is how it's done. This is tradition. Well, and they get really they caught met- up in our in their own feelings and thoughts. He said he they met in an Astros game and if memory serves Astros from Texas, the baseball team is from Texas. So I'm thinking there's probably some racism for real. I mean, if you want to bring that into the conversation, I'm sure that's that's a part of it. Yeah. It's just people being selfish. Yeah. Period. And and I I feel bad that the groom he he felt he said in the beginning that he it was a no-brainer. He responded with an immediate yes to her asking that. Yeah. And then it wasn't until later when he was sort of swayed by his family to rethink what what came so naturally to him to be loving and, and caring and, and accepting. Yeah. That he rethought that. So I just feel like that's, that's just, that's just shit of his parents and his family to make him feel that, to, to like rethink what he knew was morally a good, like what in, was in his heart. They're what, gaslighting what you go him with, being a bad person. Yeah. What you go with within your heart is what you, your immediate reaction is what your heart feels. Yeah. And so he was going with his gut and his heart and, then he he guessed he like second guessed himself, which is just so unfortunate. Yeah. So I feel really bad for his family, and I hope that Valentina and what's his name, 
I forgot. It's like something white Gary. I don't know. I can go back and find out. It's hold on. Um. Oh, he doesn't say. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say his name's Gary. Yeah, Gary okay. and Valentina. I hope they have a wonderful, wonderful marriage. The end. Me too. All right. Next one. Am I the asshole for brushing off my neighbor's complaints about my child chalking around the neighborhood? Chalking? Like we drawing like that what, drawing, I think, yeah. what I think it is? Chalk yeah. like drawing chalk? Yeah. Are you doing that because I need to do that? No, I had an itch. Okay. No, I would tell you. There's no one else here. Well, there's an audience. I wipe my mouth. Abby and I both if someone has something on them, we wipe it away on ourselves. Yeah. As like a visual it's a, Actually, I feel like it's subconscious. Do you do that on purpose to tell me? I don't think you're doing it to tell me. You're just no, doing it's it because you're, you're hoping that you don't have that going on. And then I notice that you're doing that because that's the thing I've learned in, in like psychology. Yeah, but I will – if it's you, I'll tell you. Well, when I ask. No. <laughs> yes. I either am waiting for you to finish your sentence before I tell you uh-huh. or I'm waiting for everyone to not pay attention. Then I'll tell you in private if something's going on. I'm not going to just like in the middle of – Everyone speaking and looking at you, being like, "You got a booger." No, no, no. But there's been a few times. There's been a couple times. I won't say a few. There's been a couple in my mind. I can remember where you've done something. Yes, and because- I'm, I'm like, you're you're doing that. You're like, oh shit, Abby has like shit on her lips, no, no, no. and I I'm doing that so I hope that I don't have that shit on yes. my lips. And I say, "Are you doing that?" Because I, and you say, "Yes, <laughs> yes," because I you're. It's usually when you're talking that happens to you when you talk a lot. Yeah. And you're usually, when you get in your talkative moves, you're very passionate. And I love listening to when you. my mouth gets really dry and then my lips yes. get all white. Oh, it's the and worst. I always want to make you, let you finish. And it's usually just you and me. I want to let you finish your, your thought and your passion and not interrupt you. Because it doesn't bug no, me. No, interrupt you, me. It doesn't bug me if you, you nope, it's just no. me. From now on, interrupt me. I don't want to okay, continue second- another word. Okay. Okay. Especially when I'm passionate. I don't want there to, it to be sullied by... It's never sullied. In my mind, it's sullied. Okay, in your mind, it's sullied. So please just, uh, do, now that we've had this conversation, you can do that thing and I'll know and you don't even have, we don't have to talk about it. Okay. Okay. But, also, but I always ask that because you'll be- If you'll you don't do see like me that. do it though, I'm gonna, I should just immediately tell you. Unless there's people around. I mean, yeah, gauge, like, I mean, if I'm on a soapbox, please don't interrupt me, I guess. But Yeah, exactly. But I'm not really often on a soapbox like that where you can't just like <laughs> poking me. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not on stage anywhere. You could probably okay. All right. subtly tell me. Anyways, I'll just do a little thing and then just wipe it. Yeah. Yeah. Or do the makeup I hate wipe? That, that happens to me. Does anyone have a, I do that a, a fix? For it's that? dehydration. Oh, God, it's so annoying. And I think it's because my lips get really chapped really quickly. Yeah. So it's just like all the dry skin. Yeah. Just accumulates. Mm-hmm. It's horribly gross. I, I hate it. I don't like it either. But on you, it doesn't bug me. I just oh. see it. But I'm just on myself. I hate it. I hate it. I hate I it on myself. Don't... I hate it on other people. I'm mad that it happens to me. Well, you, t- you tell me whenever it happens to me. It never happens to you. You're perfect. Well, I wasn't expecting that, but thank you. It does happen to me. Oh, I'm just I... always wiping my lips. I, I try... I try to do that. I try to always be wiping my lips because I, I will notice other people. I know that it's a subconscious thing to notice something on another person and they'd be like, oh, shit. I like, hope that I don't look like if that. You see I notice I notice people when I'm talking to them, they will be like touching their lips, like be going like this, wiping their lips or just like mm-hmm. touching their lips off. And in my in the back of my head, all I can think is I probably need to do that because they're looking at me 
and seeing that I need to do that. And so they're doing it because they don't want to look like that. Yeah. Which isn't always the case, but because I, I just love to like observe people, I've noticed that that happens a lot. So always be aware if people are doing a certain thing while they're talking to you. Yeah. It might be because you need to do it. Maybe, maybe they're like, they're touching their nose a lot and they're like sniffing because they see a booger in your nose and they're hoping now they're reminded now like oh shit hope i don't have a booger like they do because they look like an idiot yeah or the the mascara eyeliner when it runs underneath the eyes and people wipe under their eyes yeah i always immediately wipe after that's yeah and that's why i'll just i'll straight up ask from now on are you doing that because like there's something in my teeth you're like you know doing that thing or you're swishing or like picking at your teeth i'll be like are you doing that because i have something in my teeth and if they say yes i'm like ah see it's just a human response. Yeah. And it also, it makes it easier for if you do have something, people don't know how to bring it up. Like it takes courage to always tell someone when they have a booger or something in their t- tooth, it's always a delicate thing unless you know them really, really well. Yeah. It's always a delicate thing of when do you say it? How do you say it without embarrassing them? And it, you know, just know. So if you see someone doing it, you straight up, oh, do I have a bug? It makes it easier for them to be like, yes. And they're not going to, they're not going to feel bad about yeah. it. Yeah. And there's always this sort of, I think this is a really good reminder. This to, It's good to remember that we always feel like we're embarrassed to tell someone that that's like, hey, you have something in your teeth. Yeah. Like we're embarrassed to tell them that. But it's it's a really good reminder to know that actually, because we've, we've all been on both ends of the spectrum, we've all been on both ends and it's it's more embarrassing for that person to be told that. So but I don't want to embarrass don't. people. I know, but but getting stuck in, I don't want to tell them because you feel a little embarrassed to bring yeah. it up. Just get over that because they're not going to be thinking, oh, how embarrassing that Abby just had to tell me that I had something stuck in my teeth. That they're going to be never, thinking about you. They're going to no. think about themselves. So don't not do something because you're feeling embarrassed about bringing it up. That nope. is literally, and the we all know that. Worst is when you get home and there was something in your t- tooth. And you hadn't eaten it in three hours. And you're like, why the fuck didn't anyone tell me in the last three hours that there was something in my tooth? I get mad at people. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's, and it's because it goes back to people are embarrassed to yeah. bring it up to you. Yeah. It embarrasses them. But yes. why are we embarrassed? Because we all know that when we've had someone tell us, hey, you have something in your teeth, we're not thinking, oh, Fuck them. Oh my God. It was so embarrassing for Rachel to tell me that. You're like, oh no, I'm really embarrassed that I, that I have something in my teeth. So always oh, say something. There's sometimes. That's the, that's, the, that's the moral of the story. Always bring it up. After uh, we eat, if I notice someone has something in, my te- in their teeth and I've just eaten, I go, is there anything in my teeth? Teeth check. And I'll do it. I'll have them we, look we at mine. We do it to each other. Yeah. But I'll, some, I've never done this to you. If I see something in your tooth, I just tell you. But I've done it to other people where I know they have something in their tooth. So I oh, ask smart. if I have anything in mind first. Yeah. And then immediately everyone always goes, oh, me too. Check me. And then I'll be like, oh, that yeah, you do have really, something. really, really smart. I love that. Yeah, that that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really great way to sort of slyly <laughs> not be like, hey, you got, hey, you you got broccoli in your teeth. Yeah. Because yeah. typ- it's typically you're you're talking to someone, which means you might be in a group of people or it's just the two of you and and now they're going to be embarrassed yeah that you've been looking at their teeth so if you that's a really actually that's a really smart way to do that i don't like embarrassing people so no 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 i know i know and so i've tried to figure out ways where it's not embarrassing for them i think also there's a there's a there's a minute moment of feeling embarrassed when you're that person 
but then you you immediately sink into I'm so grateful that that person said that. Yes, because you think about the future. You're just thinking, oh, well, good thing that's gone so that I can continue my night. Yes, exactly. So. All right. Oh my God, what were we talking about? I don't know. Whoa. Brushing off neighbor's complaint about my child chalking around the neighborhood. And then I touched oh, that's my lips. exactly about what we were talking about. Okay, and then I touched my lips and we talked about things on people's faces for the next 10 minutes. Yes. I've always wanted to use this phrase but i digress you've never used it i'm so proud of you and so happy yeah but i digress i've never heard you say that i say it in my vlogs and stuff because i i skew i skew i skew from the i stray stray i stray from my point so much that i go i digress and i go back you go down a rabbit hole yeah i'm not even in a rabbit hole i'm on the other side of the country at this point. <laughs> I found a tunnel and I'm just gone. <laughs> okay. So then you say, I digress. I digress. Which you know who does that a lot is Drew. And I always thought it was so awesome. that she, Just how do you implant that into conversation Apollo? so eloquently? Yeah. Oh. So great each time. She'll go off onto, like I said, I feel like people go on tangents and then they're like, but I digress. Yeah. I'm like, that is so, uh, just bring people back then too. It's such a great way to Navigate the, the conversation the way that you want it to. I'm so happy we have it recorded the first time you got to use that. I do believe that's the first recording. time I've used that in a conversation. All right. Out loud. I've done it in my head a million times, but that doesn't count. All right. Well, we digress. Am I the asshole <laughs> for off my neighbor's complaint <laughs> with my child talking around the neighborhood? I live in kind of a fancy pants neighborhood, and it's a pretty stark contrast to my own person. I'm heavily tattooed and self-made and pretty down to earth, I'd say. Most people living here, on the other hand, were born into wealthy families and are complete snobs, except for the guy across the street. Shout out to Dave if you're reading this. Hey, Dave. Dave. My guy. (laughs) I was enjoying my week off today as the doorbell rang. I opened up and there they stood, the three stooges. (laughs) Some neighborhood gathering to complain about my kid. They were less than pleased with him drawing with chalk around the streets and onto their perimeter walls. He didn't enter any properties, just drew on the sidewalk. Just drew from the sidewalk. Okay. Okay. The chalk is normal grocery store chalk and washes off extremely easy. It's not thickly applied and you can even somewhat blow it off. One rain and it's gone. None of the color stain, nothing stays behind. They kept on ranting and couldn't contain, (laughs) and I couldn't contain my chuckling. I usually am pretty strict, but it was just hilarious to me. Three grown men complaining about a kid drawing flowers and such with chalk. They threatened to get the police involved. I told them that I'd love to laugh and chit chat about these completely hysterical complaints with an officer. After that, I basically laughed them off the porch. As for my kid, I'll definitely not discipline him for going out there and being a kid, not causing damage or harm but just chalking some very short-lived doodles. I'm more sad for the bitter stooges who couldn't enjoy a child's drawing. If any of the kids were to draw on my front porch even, I'd sit down with them and ask them about their cool little drawings and listen to them explain with their little words, with explain their little worlds to me. Am I going crazy? Am I the asshole? To you. No. <laughs> You know, I, the whole time you were you were reading that, I was listening, but I was also thinking about how in these situations, 
in all of these am i the asshole reddit they're reddit right reddit mm-hmm. posts i would love a side of reddit where it's both it's a story and it's two it's both people's perspectives yes because for me i i can't help but of course yes this person writing this and this goes for all of the ones we've read not just this one specifically but there of course it's going to be their perspective which is valid especially the, with the way they're writing people have to write in a certain way they have to articulate their words with emotion mm-hmm. yes and um feeling and and opinion and so those three stooges those three men not that they're right at all they're probably not um i can't imagine them being but they have their perspective and thoughts and feelings about it as well that it would just be interesting to hear to read both and be like, okay, this is what Three Stooges said. This is what Girl with with Kid with Chalk said, and let's let's pick it apart. And who really is? It's so hard when you're just hearing one side, and I think that's why these are so popular because you are just getting one side. Yes, I learned in a psychology class that you always, not always, you tend to side with the storyteller. Yeah, of course they have and an upper hand. So when I love though when we get a you're the asshole on Reddit because yes, you had the chance to tell your side and the other person didn't, and you still and came you still out look looking like, like an a dick. asshole. Yeah, then I'm like, you are a fucking asshole. We should look for ones where it's just that. I've, I've found a few, and it's fun. And I'm like, I, I don't even think that they're real. I think yeah, that you're like no a, way that this is valid. That people are there because there's such delusion there that they even yes. thought. To get on, Hold I mean, on. Who, Snoop yeah. won't stop barking. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, you're not gonna believe it. There's very. This is brand new. This post, and someone says, if you're letting them draw, if you're letting him draw on the perimeter walls, then yes, you're the asshole. Sidewalks are another story, but walls on their property skirting the outside, nah. And someone said, my neighbors have had a heart on their side of their house at least. Since I moved here three years ago, that never washed off. Sidewalks doesn't come off everything. Oh, I think they meant chalk doesn't come off everything. Everyone's saying you're the asshole. For letting your kid. Yeah, because they said sidewalks are everyone's saying you're the asshole. Uh, I was with you until perimeter walls. So I don't really know what that means. I guess. The per- perimeter walls of what? I guess like, I guess it might be another word for fence. Well, then they would have just had fence. Well, rich people have brick walls. Are we assuming this is a rich person? He said they. he lives in a very, she or he, they didn't oh, yeah, say yeah. the gender. Okay. Fancy. So they're perimeter walls, meaning they have huge walls, I guess, up or surrounding their houses. Oh, yeah. So, See, I need, but that's the thing is, we don't know this. We don't know because we don't have a visual. We don't, we're not there. Yes. I was going off of information that we have and maybe our own experiences. Yeah. I say sidewalk is fine. Perimeter wall. If they don't like it, they have every right to say, hey, don't draw on my walls. Perimeter wall, meaning these people's houses, their walls, and like they have a gate, right? They have a big gate that goes up their driveway. And it's like this wall. Yeah. I mean, that's part of their property. I, I would say... Don't probably don't draw on that. Yes, especially so, if it's bad drawings. Yeah, I would say if I was the neighbors, I think they approached it not the best. They definitely could have come up and said, "Hey, 
your kid's adorable. Love the chalk things. Could you mind not doing it on the walls? Side, I would love seeing it on the sidewalk. Yeah, because it's like a part Do of our a, property. Yeah, yeah I, I just, we're scared of the chalk. He might do it with the wrong chalk or, you know, I just have a certain aesthetic. But, you know, obviously keep it up on the sidewalks. Uh, but for them to say not on the sidewalks as well, that's asshole of them because sidewalks are free reign. But I get though, it's like an image, right? Yes. If you live in an, did they not use the word affluent? I feel like that word was used, affluent town or I, um, I neighborhood. I would have never been able to pronounce that. They said a fancy pants neighborhood. And oh. that is the fucking term I know how to say. Oh, affluent. <laughs> yeah, fancy pants. Hoity-toity? Yeah. Those, upper class? Yeah, upper class. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, you know, a... If they have an HOA. See, this is my thing. I hate HOAs, but people like that need to live in an HOA. Uh, but HOA doesn't necessarily mean... Mean what? Higher class. Like higher no, class. I'm saying, but that's where HOAs come in handy. If people don't want chalk on their sidewalks i need to live in an hoa and i don't give a fuck if there's sidewalk chalk on the sidewalk i'd say hand it to me let me play along but i would get annoyed if kids were drawing on my fence with chalk i'd be like hey yeah especially if i were older i lived in i I took a lot of pride in where i live Mm -hmm. and in my home and my perimeter walls yeah uh i would you know if there were orange and blue stick figures all over that yeah so and i also I, i guess i don't really appreciate or I, I don't i don't think that the way that the mom handled it was great i don't know if it's it a mom very, or the dad yeah i'm just assuming it's a mom i feel I like it's a mom it was a dad but okay then who knows the, the the parent um the way that i'm sure it was very condescending to be laughed at yeah even though this person thought it was like well, so they ridiculous, said they were going to call the cops, which I think is I I don't know They're, so yeah. bizarre. I, I feel like there's, I think, there's rights and wrongs on both sides. I, yeah, I was going to say both sides are assholes. There was yeah. a middle ground that neither was willing to get to. Yeah, it was like these people came in being very staunch about their opinion and their feelings, and they they came in probably aggressively. Three of them on the on the stoop. Yeah, you know, and three men, and then the 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 other the parent sort of laughing them off felt probably very defensive. very invalidating so yeah. it just it was breeding grounds for both both parties to not see each other's sides and not come to it with grace and understanding and love yeah so both yeah. assholes all right before we move on let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today sponsor sponsor <laughs> and we're back all right we have time for maybe one maybe two if you're lucky Let's see here. Which one do you want to hear? Am I the asshole for telling a bridesmaid she can't bring her dog to the bachelorette party? Am I the asshole for accidentally hitting someone's phone as they left unattended on a machine at the gym? Am I the asshole for not sending a birthday text? Mm. Am I the asshole for telling someone I never desired a daughter and didn't try for a girl? Am I the asshole for not letting my dad drive my dream car? Am I the asshole? That's, uh, that's too many. I don't, I'm not going to remember. Okay. <laughs> you're just going to keep going. Uh, I was going to keep going until you said, yeah, that one. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm gauging them all. Based, all right. Well, like, out of those ones. them. Out of those ones. Out of those 10 that you just told me? Yeah. Uh, birthday text, bachelorette dog, hitting someone's phone. Okay. Uh, I don't care about that one. Not like the dad. I wish you just picked them, like, just crumple them up in pieces of paper. Well, and here. Out of a hat. Ready? Am I the asshole for ruining my friend's honeymoon? 
Ooh, I like this. I'm oh, ready. I'm it was excited. It was I'm excited fate. about it. Okay, cool. Okay. So, my friends married during COVID, and finally, this month, they will go on their honeymoon. They will visit multiple countries, including mine. We met about three to four years ago online. We talked and seen each other through web sometimes and now, and it finally came time to meet in person as they will be staying in my country for a couple of weeks. I offered them my house so we could spend more time together. However, only a few weeks before their arrival, they say that in order to enter my country, I need to sign a responsibility statement for foreign nationals and border services in which I inform my home address the day they are staying and confirm that I am responsible for them and I have to cover the costs monetarily if something goes wrong during their stay. Huh? That's a big ask. Where is this? I don't know, but that is a huge ask for someone you've never met in person. This is what the couple wanted her to do? Or it was yeah. like, it was, a, it was the state, like the, 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 the country, country said, in order for these people to enter, someone yeah, has no, to take the, responsibility. Not the couple. The couple didn't ask for her to do that. They just said, they said, uh, in order for them to come here, I have to sign saying that. I take responsibility for that. So it's the other country that's regulating this. Let's say this person's in China. Yeah. This, and we'll say it's the American couple is wants to visit a bunch of places. And they said, we want to come visit you. But China says you have to sign all these documents saying that you'll take responsibility for me, Mm -hmm. for us. Okay. So they are asking as is China. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think they would be asking if their country wasn't like, making them ask that or like it wasn't the country's thing yes but it is a lot to put on a person right wasn't it her idea though until this they moment. said until up they to this said point. they were going to come to this country already and, so okay. i said oh great come stay, come with, stay me. with me yeah yeah okay okay however okay so the national i have to sign for them i was alarmed and not sure and sh- they would have to take monetary they have to have to put up a deposit yeah. basically for these people i was alarmed and not sure if i wanted to take that responsibility And why, you might ask, aren't they your friends after all? Well, in theory, yes. But do I really know them? We met online, and there are so many scams nowadays that I don't want to get burned for being naive and nice. Furthermore, there were a few red flags or some situations that I could be misinterpreting now as I'm not very happy with what they are requesting of me. Not long ago, they mentioned that they wanted to have another citizenship of my country or another. Then regarding this trip, they asked for my home address a few times, first in order to have a phone card that works there, then to order some stuff from Amazon. Why send it to my house in a foreign country? Besides, it's really common and cheap, a really common and cheap object. It is easy to falsify that responsibility statement. They could just fill out the information needed and fake my signature. Well, that would make them shitty people. They posture overall was kind of taking me for granted and way too comfortable. I might be overthinking here. Anyway, I was clear with them and told them I was not feeling comfortable in signing that document as it is a huge responsibility. I will gladly open my house to them, but I don't want any problems with the law. Of course, they got upset by, by this, saying that I am kind of ruining their honeymoon as without that document, they can't enter my country and I should not live my life in fear and blah, 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 blah. I get that they are mad. I get it. I would be too. But at the same time, I don't want to take that risk. Also, their attitude was not the best. First, they only advised me about the document two weeks before their arrival, and they kind of started to throw rocks instead of trying to reason with me and reassuring me I have nothing to worry about. 
The reason why I'm posting this here is to see another point of view, as mine could be biased. What do you think? Am I the asshole? P.S. In the meantime, they found another friend just within a few hours uh, and say they will stay with him and he will sign that responsibility statement. Also, they added something like it will be even better than staying with me. Okay, yeah. So people are saying not the asshole. I don't think that they're an asshole. If you... If you're in a strict country that says if these people do anything wrong, you're going to jail for it or you're going to owe thousands of dollars and you've never met these people. Even with people I know, I wouldn't take that responsibility. Yeah, I'm so curious where. I don't know. The person that's re- that, that wrote this is from and where the people that are, were going to come visit her are from. Yeah. I'm so curious what that is even about. I don't know. But people said, it sounds like they're trying to establish a history of residency in your country by using your address as their mailing address. That seems at a little um, conspiracy theory to me. I think... I don't know. Because we had, we've had, when we were in France, we had, we had things Amazon to us. And we asked for the mailing address for the Airbnb instead of just the Airbnb address. Yeah. yeah. But... Because we, and it was things you could get anywhere. We just didn't know where because we were in Paris. Yeah, what were we, what did we have to even order? It was. Makeup. We remember we walked around all day trying to find yeah. a certain mascara no, we or something. Looking, and or we went, foundation. we went looking for our makeup and we couldn't find it anywhere. And it's hard to ask people in a f- foreign country with a foreign language specific things. And even if they did speak English, which was very nice of them to speak English uh, with us because we should have learned more French. But. They would say, oh, yes, you just go to the store down the street. And they would say French names that for the life of me, I I, with gun to my head, I could not repeat any of them. No. So to have things Amazon, I think is very, very, very normal. I don't think that's it. I just saying everyone's obsessed with that they were sending stuff. I, I think Oh, one person said you're the asshole. It's literally an invitation letter from a citizen, you for a foreigner, your friend to get their visa to your country. If they stayed at a hotel, the hotel would provide the letter. And people are said, I don't know enough about all this to make a judge. I don't even know what, what letter someone's speculating it's Japan. I don't know. I would say, I don't appreciate the comment of it'll be better to stay with this person. I think that was a little bit of a dig. Yeah, that is. And that was kind of rude. They don't sound like, Oh yeah. Two weeks out. I don't know. I just think if someone was said, you have to sign this to take responsibility for me. And you have to put up like a deposit. A deposit it is said weird. Monetary, yeah, I'd well, say it, no. it wasn't a deposit. It was if it said a it monetary. Was, you, will, you will be, you will, you will have to pay essentially if if, if there are any. Yeah, issues. and so there's no deposit though. And I have to cover the cost monetarily if something goes wrong during the stay, right? But I would not. If, that's putting their money on the line. Yeah, and I would not do that. For someone I would I've do it for met. someone I knew, yeah, but I wouldn't do it. And we had a conversation like, hey, you know, I, I, if I were the person traveling, I'd be like, hey, I know it says this and like you'll be, you know, you sign this and, and you'll be, um, you know, responsible responsible monetarily if if something goes wrong. Um, obviously, we will cover that if that if anything happens. Yeah. And just as like, like a preemptive, hey, just so you know, like we'll we'll make sure that's not going to be an issue for you. And I would the, be that person. The OP was saying. They didn't do that. They yeah, just started they just maybe assumed, instead of... They assumed or didn't understand the... I don't know. I don't know. This, one is, I don't know. this one's 
kind of iffy for me. That's a weird one. I guess uh, I don't think I don't think they're the, the asshole because they just simply didn't have enough information. It wasn't it wasn't something that they were accustomed to, so they weren't comfortable with it. And yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's really fair because you didn't, especially for someone you don't know very well. Like, hey, I met you online. I know a lot of people I met online, and I mean, I would never be upset with them. No. If they said, hey, I'm just not comfortable doing this on something so big like that, I wouldn't be like, oh, the audacity of them. I'd yeah. be like, ah, it kind of makes sense. I don't, I guess we don't know each other that well. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I'd say not the asshole. Yeah. All right. Um, let's do one more. Would you like to stop it as I scroll? Well, how does this sound? Am I the asshole for refusing to pretend to be religious to comfort my dad whilst he's in the hospital? Do you want to get into religion right now? I, I mean, I don't feel like it's going to get into religion. Um, yeah, we can do that one. Ooh. It's not even Christianity. Oh. So I, a 23-year-old female, was raised very, very religious. My parents are Sunni Muslims. Sunni Muslims or Sunni Muslims? I don't know. Okay. And from when I was five years old, I had to wear a hijab and pretty much had religious dogma shoved down my throat. Mm. When I was 16, I tried to take off my hijab and my parents freaked out. My mom even cut off my hair in an attempt to force me to wear the hijab. Eventually, once I was 18, I managed to escape via uni and had very limited contact with them since. Luckily, I'm in Canada, so there wasn't much they could do to me once I turned 18. My younger brother, 15, reached out recently to say that my dad is quite sick in the hospital and keeps asking for me and asked if I'd come home and see him and wear the hijab just to give him peace in case he does not recover. Part of me wants to see them again, but I have a lot of trauma regarding my hair. It took years to grow out after my mom cut it off and being forced to stay home with no friends growing up made me quite stunted in uni, which not going to lie, has made me very resentful. My bro is very understanding and isn't religious himself. Apparently, my mom and dad chilled out once I left, but he feels bad for my dad and mom, so he's pretty much begging me to just do this once for them and then cut them off for good. I'm okay to see my dad in the hospital, maybe not my mom. She was the disciplinarian growing up, but putting my hijab back on is a no-go. I wasted 18 years of my life wearing this and cannot stomach another second. My boyfriend also understands and has my back, but I can't help but feel guilty. So Reddit, am I the asshole or should I stay firm and maybe even go full no contact if things escalate? I don't think you're an asshole. Oh, I had like a roller coaster of emo- like uh, thoughts during that. Originally, I was like, just do it. But I mean, the words that she was using that she just couldn't stomach to do it. Like it, was, it was actually going against her soul and being. Yes. I'm like, you shouldn't have to, you should not, it's not that you shouldn't have to, you just shouldn't sacrifice your own morality and and sense of peace for anyone. No. Even if it's your dad on his deathbed, I don't know if that sounds horrible, but if it's something that you truly, I mean, this person is expressing that it would, it would give them great pain to do that. Yeah. Because they they have trauma with it. Yeah. That's why it gets a little tricky because it's. It's not, you can't just reduce it to, oh, your dad's dying. Just fucking put on, just do whatever he wants you yeah. to do so that he can die in peace. It's like, 
Well, it's a lot deeper than that. It's it's more yeah. It's more intimate than that, and so yeah, it's not like her parents were really great and supportive in life, and then when she went to uni, she started discovering things and took it off, and really she didn't want to wear it anymore. And then her parents really never, they were a little disappointed, but never said anything. And then his last dying wish was that he just saw her in it again. Then it'd be, okay, just wear it again. You don't have to though, but it would be nice. That's my thing is sometimes you're not an asshole for not doing something, but it would be nice if you did it. That's a lot of times you're not an asshole for not wearing the hijab, but you would be, it would be nice of you if you did. But in this case, I don't think that she should do it because her parents caused her so much pain especially around that particular yeah. thing. I think a lot of people will, it's probably split. There's probably a lot of people that believe that she is the asshole and a lot of people that believe that she isn't because there are some people that just are still very entangled in obligation, especially towards their family. Oh, yeah. Especially when it comes to religion. But it's everyone's own journey. And she should absolutely be free to do whatever she wants to do. Yeah. You're allowed to have, like, I, I think it's great that people have religion and practice that all day, all night, but don't force it on me. And if you want to sit there and pray, you're more than welcome to pray next to me. I don't care, but don't tell me to pray with you kind of thing. And so if he wants to have his time in the hospital be full of religion, she's conjoined, but she doesn't need to participate in it. Mm-hmm. She can be there. She can be present. Yeah. People, the overwhelming thing is not the asshole. If yeah. you were yeah. just saying you were religious, sure, why be a pain in the ass? But on the other hand, this goes beyond that. Uh, yeah. Like if she was just like, yeah, of course, dad, I'm still religious. You yeah. Know, that'd be yeah, fine. I'll, I'll come sit while you have someone pray yeah. over you. Um, but so yeah, she, everyone's saying not, not the, the asshole. asshole. For sure. Not the asshole. Everyone is saying that. All right. We've been here for quite some time. We have dinner to make. Yeah, you were like, it's gonna be it can be a short episode and I was thinking, ah, it probably won't be. Not that I I wanted it to be. I just you know, once things start flowing, you just kinda keep going. So Yeah. All right. Well this is good. I liked it. Yeah. Uh we had a couple you're the you're not the assholes and uh you're both the assholes. Yeah, I like the the um diversity. Yeah. A lot uh, of contrast. Next time, if you do this with me, I mean, we'll do what the people want. But if we do this again, I'll try and find the the you're the asshole ones for you to get mad about. Yeah, well, I kind of want to know. I I kind of want to go into it not knowing that they're all going to be. Oh, I'll, well, I'll so, do. I'll do a we sprinkle of both. Now, I'll just make sure there is one. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm yeah. aware that these. It's so easy to just side again, like you said, side with the storyteller. So you're already thinking like, nope, you're not the asshole, or. Yes. I mean, I've seen people, you read the first sentence, it's it's like the caption and people are like, yes or no, immediately. And it's like, whoa, you need the context. You need the story. Like, I wait like, a second. I love the ones where I can't figure it out. I, yeah. I think that's, I think it's useful in life to look at, look at things that way where it's not just, mm-hmm. it's an, I don't believe life is black and white. So I think these are a perfect representation of that. Yeah. And everything's gray. So it's really how you perceive it for sure. Uh, all right. Well, I had fun. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Please subscribe, follow, like, and I will see you in another two weeks with another episode. Hopefully with joy. If that can ever actually happen. It's, I think it'll happen. It's I, been I, I believe it will happen. A month, over a month of trying to get her on here. She's busy gal. She is busy. Actually, it's been two months. Yeah. It's been no, two right. months. We see each other and we hang out. It just hasn't been aligned with podcasting. 
All right. I love you guys, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.